The views and opinions expressed on Beautiful Disasters are those of the panelists and not those of the Geeks Under the Influence Network, their sponsors, or anyone else involved. Also, there is going to be a lot of adult language used on this podcast, so please keep your little kitties away. Welcome to the uh, third episode of Beautiful Disasters. This is Groots. Fuck you, Hunter. How you doing, man? Uh, I don't know after that movie. <laughs> uh, we are joined today by a special guest, Lowdown. Sup? How you doing, man? I'm good, man. All right. Good. We got the old GUI reunion going on. That's right. That's right. Yes, sir. <laughs> so this is our third episode. Uh, just to bring any new listeners up to speed, uh, this podcast is all about checking out some... Uh, you know, B-movies, cheesy flicks, you know, kind of un, uh, underseen, forgotten movies. Schlock cinema. Schlock cinema. Yeah. So, something, to, something to to behold, you know, maybe, you know, something you maybe haven't seen. So uh, Hidden gems. Yeah, hidden gems, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah. Not tonight, but. Yeah. It can't all be winners. Well, yeah. But you know what? It's uh, That's what we're about. We're going to talk about shit for a little while and uh, have a good time. So uh, let's let's dive in. All right. First of all, that movie needs to be forgotten. It's got some really, like, two sweet kills, but is not worth the longevity of that for that. That, that was about 90 minutes of <laughs> bullshit. Of bullshit. That could have been a fucking made-for-TV. Uh... Anyway. Who's the boss? Let's introduce the, the movie. <laughs> <laughs> we watched a movie from 1984 uh, called The Mutilator. Mm-hmm. Which was weird because the yeah the title came up as Fall Break. Fall Break, Fall break obviously. And the theme song was Fall Break. Fall Break. So yes, it uh, you know many of the movies made back in that era had multiple titles depending on where they're being screened or whatnot. I feel that Fall Break. I don't know for sure because I didn't really research the movie, but I feel like Fall Break might have been the made-for-TV release of that possibly with all the sitcom music in there fuck i was gonna say it's like they the the title track that played before and after and during the uh menu um was in fact fall break and it literally reminded me of a low-rent ripoff of modern love by david bowie (laughs) seriously it sounded like like we're gonna try to be cool but we just can't do it didn't we get to one part where we always thought it was gonna be the cheers theme like like that had the same notes and we were like are they did they fucking steal the cheers theme but that was during the pool scene yeah it changed but i was a little worried like Mm -hmm. i I can't have cheers in this movie in the same context well yeah this movie was pretty contrived from other things i mean we did hear the fucking jason like (laughs) a few times right Um, anyway, yeah, 1984, <laughs> it was released. Um, I can't remember who directed it. You guys Something, remember? Uh, Buddy Cooper. Yeah. Buddy Cooper. Did most of the shit. He's got, his name's all over the credits. Yeah, so, yeah, uh, yeah. His son and wife apparently starred in it. Um, so yeah. The, the son was the kid who killed his mom. That's right. In the early... Yeah, so, so literally, like, I, like again, I didn't go into IMDb over this, but... I don't think you need to. Nobody <laughs> in this fucking movie was anybody I've ever seen in any other fucking movie. <laughs> this was their start and, and finish. Their, this is the end. Done. I really think that this movie was shot like like a, like a kind of a movie that was meant to be a softcore porn, but also a porn movie. In, in the sen- In the sense that they shot the scenes so that this could be edited for TV... But also maybe go to the theater or a drive-in and have like the few gore scenes in the movie. But like 
every other part of the movie, you know, we'll get into like the best kill of the movie. I'm not going to spoil it yet, but <laughs> directly after the gruesome like thing that happens, there's a decapitation that is that is like the <laughs> the axe swings and it and the decapitation's off screen. I'm like, oh well, in the TV version, that would have been the kill. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. Oh, the, the entire kill would have been that on the table decapitation done. Yeah. That's it. Move Can we on. just state that literally nobody fucks in this movie for a slasher <sighs> flick? That's right. really fucking random. You did get one set of boobs though. We got one set, one yeah, set one of set of tits, but like nobody fucks in this movie. Nobody. I was kind of shocked because that's your staple like slasher movie, and there's three couples that come like that show up and nobody fucks. That's it's that's vacation. A, we, it's a that's oh, a slasher staple usually. Oh, but it's like three supposedly hormone-driven couples that are on vacation. And literally, we get the line from one of the women, not here, maybe some other time. <laughs> what the fuck? Buzzkill, baby. <laughs> Seriously. What the hell, man? All right, so let's go briefly Break it down. Briefly through the plot. All right, so the movie opens with a little kid uh, who decides he puts a sign on his dad's <laughs> gun cabinet. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, dad. <laughs> All these are clean. And he goes to start cleaning a gun, and lo and behold, he fucking shoots the damn gun through the wall, kills his mom, opening of the movie. First minute of the movie, first death. I'm like, yes! This movie just, could be great! could the kid just make a fucking card or something? He's like, clean dad's guns. That's the real clean Christmas dad's present. dad's guns. Who fucking cleans their... This dad anyway. must have been a huge gun nut. That's all I have to say. The dad so, goes home, and, like, the kid's over the mom, like, kind of crying, and, like, the dad just looks at the kid and then pushes him away. Shoves the fuck out of him. Yeah. Like, shoves him off. <laughs> That shit was amazing. And then, and then, he literally is kind of chasing him with the gun. I thought he was gonna shoot the kid right there. Yeah. Like there was a moment I was like, "Oh, this kid's gonna get fucking shot in the yeah. head by the dad." Like, holy fuck! But yeah, so the dad drags the body into the study where the guns are, and literally props the body up next to him on the couch and pours bourbon as he's drinking. That's, that's his... when he starts his drinking habit. It's literally that moment. That, that is, and yeah. but. The best part about that little scene is that he pours a shot into the dead mom's mouth after he posts the, the sign That's right. with the sunroof. Drink up, dead wife. And like the sign, like, clean for you, dad. Happy birthday. He posts it on the mom's corpse and then pours her shot down her gullet. I'm like, all right. So from that first, like, two minutes of the movie, you're thinking, all right, this movie has promise. There we go. I mean, yeah. Right? Kind of a good start, you know. But... We we instantly are years later, and we got. I guess they were college kids. Yeah, well, one of them states that he's in law school. I know that. Okay, so. they're college kids. Yeah, it was it was kind of unde- undetermined, but yeah, they're college kids, and they're they they are on fall break. Fall break. Name of the movie. It's fucking bored. They're bored out of their mind. It, it, they're bored. Doesn't what are they that mean do? in college that it's like fucking Thanksgiving? Like, <laughs> isn't that what happens in school? Like your your first break isn't until like Thanksgiving, right? Right. So, okay. I had, I had to listen to the song again. To Shouldn't it be right. going home? Like, it's fucking Thanksgiving. Well, we know at least one guy has a broken heart. <laughs> but, yeah. uh, but he's perfectly adjusted. He is perfectly adjusted from shooting his mother at a very impressionable age. Indeed. He's perfectly okay with it, apparently. To the point, he kind of just talks shit about his dad, like... Having problems with Having it. problems and doesn't acknowledge that, he's you like, know, oh my he murdered dad. his mom and his dad's wife, like... Yeah, that was, like, a little bit of exposition. Like, another one of the friends be like, oh, yeah, he accidentally killed his mom. And it was just, like, talked about, like, oh, shit, 
But they didn't really react to it. There was nothing like, like, it was nothing big, you know, it's like, oh, They were more concerned about being bored than that one of their friends murdered his mom. That's just saying. And they, apparently they were friends, but they never knew about it. Yeah. Like, never knew about it. That's, I think, something that should come up in conversation at some point. You would think, you would think. So, they basically, uh, he gets a phone call, I guess from his dad, like, hey, uh, we got, the the house on the beach we got, we gotta come clean it up or some shit. And he's like, I don't want to do it. And then friends are like, oh, we got nothing better to do, let's all go. And that, that's basically the plot of the movie. Yeah, yeah. All right? That's about so, it. So, uh, you know, he has the obligatory, like, I got a bad feeling about this. <laughs> he literally says that. He, oh, God. So he says that before they fucking jump in the car and they're on the way. But on the way, they do stop at a convenience store and pick up two. Exactly two six packs of beer. <laughs> that's to cover the entire thing. <laughs> the fucking owner was just like, he had a sign. That said 10% off for senior citizens. And the dude goes in and he pulls out his one six-pack. Because that was going to, one beer apiece, apparently. Brings it up and he's like, so what do you got to be to get the discount? He's like, 65. He's like, that's discrimination. And anyway, he talks himself, he talks his way in thinking he's getting a deal by telling the guy, if I get another six-pack, will he give me the discount? And the guy's like, sure. You just bought more products, you dumbass. And you got like another dollar off. What the fuck is wrong with you? Which seemed like a pretty pointless scene. And then as the kid leaves, the wife walks up. The wife walks up, and he brags how he just suckered that honky out of some fucking money. <laughs> so that was actually a really good scene looking yeah. back on the movie. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> but apparently, two six packs for the whole weekend. Two six packs. We're gonna get into how that is extended later. Yes. Yes. We have a theory. <laughs> um, so in any case, uh, they do get to the actual house where the door is fucking just randomly open. And they all go in and they look around at all the taxidermied fucking fish and the... Make some lame jokes. Shitloads of booze. Empty bottles. Oh, yeah, yeah. These empty bottles all over the place. Like, the dad is a, is a legit alcoholic. And, obviously, he knows how to party. They don't. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, and, you know, there's all these, like... There's, like, fucking shark on the wall. There's a hammer. Yeah, there's, like, a fucking, like... All kinds of fish. Like the and fox, some other shit. Yeah. Like, some weird that, they had some stuff from the ocean and then just random other creatures like on deer, the wall. Like deer gets like sunglasses put on it. And that's like, the show it's a little zany. That's a little zany. Oh, and like a dead dude. Like a dude he ran over his frame. That's like what the fuck was that about? That we have to talk about. Yes. What, what was he run over by? Um, oh, because um, oh, it, came, motor, up, it like came up later because it was in the garage portion they're like oh i guess that's the thing blah 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 yeah it was like a motor to some kind like, of a motor thing yeah jet anyway, ski motor or he, something has like a, that? he has a picture of a guy <laughs> that he was that was run over it is all like gored up framed. you assume he's framed. dead but he framed it <laughs> the thing you had to think about even before he put it in the frame is they ran over this dude and then took a photo like shit talking and then was like i'm gonna take a photo because i want to like i've got all these dead animals and the dude i fucking killed i want a photo of it so I'm taking a photo after I ran over you, and I'm going to frame it, show it off with all my other kills. And, like, the thing is, it's, like, 1984, so we had to take a photo, That's get a it lot. developed, go to the store. And we're not talking about a regular developed. photo. It's a right. blown up picture. Yeah, it's so like an 8 by 10 He spent, in the 80s, he probably spent, like, $30. Like, you sure this? Yes, I want everybody to see. I ran over this motherfucker. Goddamn right. So he put uh, some money into that to put it as a little prize wall. So, But, but, the, but the, the guests had, like, a... Two second conversation about that. Yeah, they like, didn't I would have left. Concerned. I think at that point, like you have a dude that you ran over 
framed on your... No, I'm out. I'm out, bro. The friends didn't really react, and the son just kind of blew it off as, yeah, dad did this, you know. Dad, that crazy Yeah, you know, the hijinks that happen when you drink too much. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Same thing with the battle axe. And then get a picture developed of what you did to the guy, you know. That's what everybody does. You know, the the battle axe comes up missing, and it's the same thing. It's like, dude, there's like a little dust cutout of where the battle axe was, so it doesn't get moved frequently. And it's not a big deal that it's missing. Right. Like, come on. Actually, That's, one character, the only one person actually was the concerned. Virgin. Yeah. The Virgin. The Virgin is the only one that actually was concerned with the battle lap. Like, nobody yep. else seemed to give a fuck. Nope. Yeah, it was the one thing that was missing, and uh, yeah, they, they don't freak out about it. So, uh, some stupid uh, fucking dialogue, and then we get into the first evening that they're there, where they're having the tamest night ever. And then, and, <laughs> and then two of them decide they're going to go out walking on the beach. Well, because as they've had through this entire movie, they are bored. They complain about being bored right. over and over and over again. Every, like, two minutes they're looking at each other and they're doing activity. They're bored with it. they got to do something else. Like, I can't figure out how six college-age kids, two guys, or three guys and three girls, three couples, can't figure out how to have a fucking awesome time at a beach house unsupervised. Now, what the fuck is wrong with them? Seriously, man. But whatever. I mean, <laughs> maybe it's shit. They only brought 12 beers, but <laughs> who knows? So, <laughs> two of them go out on the beach. All right, fine. The other four are, are there doing some bullshit. Were they playing Monopoly fucking Monopoly that night? Monopoly, yeah. For my, uh, Monopoly, I think, for like 10 minutes and then yeah. surprising up, they were bored. Yeah. Like, because yeah. fucking board games. Party animals. Yeah. You break out the Monopoly. <laughs> Dude, come on, you man. You have no idea. When you land that boardwalk in Park Place, man, it's all over after that. <laughs> so the two out on, uh, on the beach, they end up, uh, they find an enclosed swimming pool near the beach that has like a like, little like enclosed top, like a like a fucking tennis court, enclosed tennis court or some shit. <laughs> it was like a tent over a pool. It was weird. Yeah, yeah. Some kind well, of weird tent Because it's fall break, guys. Yeah, oh, exactly, yeah. exactly. Fall so break. they both go skinny dipping in the pool. Hold on, hold on. Oh. There's a scientific fact that's given to us before they get in the pool. Correct. Oh. They yeah. noted that the pool looked like it was full of chlorine. Right. And the guy says, well, you know, chlorine uh, prevents herpes. And, like, that's science, right? I mean, like, totally, yeah. Right. totally yeah. science. Yeah, totally science. You know, chlorine kills oh. herpes. So. so, just so you know, if you have unprotected sex in a chlorinated pool, <laughs> you're fine. You're not going to spread herpes. That's right. So, oh, all right. God. You know, at least we're learning stuff from this fucking movie. That's what I'm saying. It's a little science fact. You know. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, uh, Fall Breaker. Cooper. <laughs> yeah. 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 Thank you, uh, Cooper. <laughs> Cooper. Buddy Cooper. Buddy so, Cooper. uh, they're playing yeah. like, like, I don't know, like 11-year-olds in the pool, like, doing Marco Polo without saying shit, right? Yeah. Didn't make a lot of sense. And, uh, anyway, the killer shows up and apparently, like, drowns the girl, maybe, in the pool and drags her out. While a dude isn't realizing, and while he's underwater or some shit, you lose hearing also when you're playing. And Marco then Polo. he also, the the killer also grabs all the clothes, and you know, so dude, dude comes out of the water. Hey, where'd you go? Where's my shit? <laughs> and then oh, he like you. And then he like thinks it's apparently a sex game thing to clothe himself as because the killer leaves a trail of clothes. Right. So apparently that's the thing to do is to. Put clothes on while going towards the girl that you want to have sex with. Um, yeah, and, kind of the reverse of how you would expect yeah, it. But, yeah, pretty much. You know. Pretty much. Now, yeah. we should note that we've gone through this quickly, but the movie <laughs> it was not as nice. Oh, yeah. 
we're literally getting to the 40-minute mark yeah, when was, this is happening. It was like, 35 minutes to see her boobs, boobies in the pool <laughs> and 40 minutes into like the first actual, actual first kill, kill yeah besides birthday kill. where dude gets yeah. killed kind of like it's on screen but like you're not really really seeing it it's like below the shot <laughs> the after shot <laughs> he's freaking out and there's like there's some gore makeup on him but like he, he's being attacked by some kind of a Motor-driven thing. I thought it was a chainsaw. I, thought it was a I don't chainsaw. even know. It might be a boat motor. I don't know what the fuck. Probably was the using. motor from the kill in the photo in the house. Uh, no, it wasn't the battle axe. That's the only it wasn't thing. The we know. Axe, yeah, it wasn't no. the battle axe. Anyway, he stuffs dude in. Dude's dead. Stuffs him in the fucking like closet. It's got a nice little body closet. He yeah. he starts collecting yeah. his victims with and, the spikes they foreshadowed previously. Yeah, because yeah, right. earlier they had pointed out, boy, those spikes are really sharp. What'd you use them for? We they were really good at foreshadowing some of the murder weapons, because there's a couple of scenes where you're like, that's going to be something. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to murder the shit out of somebody with that. Oh, we should, we should mention that, yeah, the dad, obviously the dad, not a shadowy figure, <laughs> yeah. not not anything like hidden. There's, there's no mystery here. It's the dad with a battle axe hiding on the other side in another, like, like, cupboard or freaking like like just area in there yeah of, of the freaking like garage just before the first kill so you we're know? not even there's no mystery yeah to they're this. like making out and shit down in there <laughs> and uh you know so it's 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 the dad like you know okay that's mm-hmm. maybe maybe it'll be a twist oh he's got a battle axe maybe nope. it'll be a twist no no they didn't give a fuck no, about no, no, that no it's drunk totally dad, him drunk dad killing spree you see his face the first time he kills the dude i'm like oh oh well shit there it is it's the dad from the earlier, yeah, the beginning, yeah, whatever. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, he's lost his fucking mind. So, yeah, he puts dead girl, who's already dead, you know, I guess she did drown, uh, puts her head on one of the spikes in there. Which is kind of weak, I mean, like, you yeah, figured totally. he would have knocked her unconscious, throw her on there, have At her scream. At least there's a scream, something, you know. That's, even though the characters in this lack the ability to scream when they're going through severe pain, right. which we'll reference later on, but... Like, yeah, nobody seems to react, and no nobody seems to hear anybody react. It's all the beer, man. It's right. all that. The beer in the ocean. It's Those all the, the beer two. in the ocean. Yeah. Man. Oh, not to mention, they, they, it's, they, they take a premise that is really only good in isolated areas, and those movies that are, are set in isolated areas, it does really well. When you are set in a fucking heavily populated area, you don't really need to do those kind of scenes. But, Just saying. But it's fall break. I don't give a shit. It's fall break. I don't give a fuck. The, the song... The cop that shows up, they all let us know about it. It's like a ghost town. Like, <laughs> there's a reminder every 15 to 20 minutes in this movie. That's right. That it's fall break, either in song or expedition or it's, like whatever it needs to happen. So It's off season for the beach community. <laughs> yeah. Nobody's there. Or just literally a character coming out going, ooh, it's kind of chilly and having to put a coat on. It reminds you, we're at fall break. So let's talk a little bit. So obviously, first two kids die. The other four are upstairs, still apparently playing fucking Monopoly. But there's a certain dynamic in the movie between them, the way they all communicate, that that Hunter, I think you, you really killed. Well, yeah, because everybody's sarcastic. And you can't have every character being sarcastic, where literally the, everybody has bounces off each other. <laughs> and there's not any serious reaction. So somebody will be like, oh, how do you want to have fun? What are we going to do to have fun? I think fun would be really cool. Let's do that. And just after a while, you just want to punch every one of the motherfuckers in the face because every one of them is sarcastic on top of each other and it was fucking giving me a goddamn headache i swear it sounded like it was written by a fucking 14 year old yeah pretty much like oh just like, i'll do my homework yeah. fuck you huh <laughs> <laughs> 
So I didn't. We didn't care yeah. about any of the fucking characters. Oh, I gave no shit. At I mean, all. they really wanted us to cheer for them to die. I mean, by making them all just douchebag, sarcastic assholes. I mean, like that. And that's the thing is that we kept waiting. We had to sit through forty plus minutes of just them being that way. Half the fucking oh, movie. <laughs> God damn it. Make them douchey for like twenty minutes and get the killing on. Well, Come maybe on. that was the director's thing. He's like, "Hey, I know my movie's shitty. Let me make you want to watch everybody die bloody, and then we'll be like." Good. He watched Sleepaway Camp, and he's like, "They start killing way too early. God damn it!" Oh, Sleepaway Camp. <laughs> Why you gotta bring up a good movie? Make, like now, I'm like wishing I had watched that instead of watching this. <laughs> well, hey, you know, it, for every Sleepaway Camp, there's this. All right, you know, uh, this is an experience. No, it is. It is. So um, let's talk a little bit about what what I would call the magic fridge. Because we <laughs> see them buy exactly two six-packs of Natty Light, right? Oh, the magic fridge. And which should be two beers. Which, yeah, basically two, yeah. two beers a person. It's like 30 minutes. For six people. And um, they go in, and it just seems like they keep getting beers out of that fridge. And this is the shittiest, damn. most rusted-ass. It looked like somebody diarrhea on the top of it. Fucking it just looks like it's shit-covered. Ghetto-ass fridge. But... It seems to be producing beers for the rest of the fucking movie. Which is why they keep putting stuff that I wouldn't put anything that I either eat or drank into that fucking shit cover fridge. But if it is making magical beers, I mean, I, I guess, you know, you got to drink, so fuck it. Now, I mean, I'm, I wouldn't say I'm a filmmaker, but I would definitely want to make the origin story movie about the magic fridge. <laughs> And it would be more interesting Did we than check the, the bonus features just to make sure that you know, maybe there's I not... Didn't. Where Buddy Cooper was like, I, I inserted this magic fridge. I, I, I wanted people to pick up on it. We're going to so. have to research this shit. Yeah. <laughs> the magic yeah, fridge. Definitely. The magic fridge, yeah. yeah. Oh, how about that hide and seek game that happened after that? Um, <laughs> where they, like, they literally hid, one chick hid behind a like Coleman cooler. Like We're talking like a 40-quart cooler with a lid up, and that apparently was the place to hide. And it was um, nighttime, but there was so much <laughs> clearly light. Clearly day. And it was clearly day yeah. coming through the windows, oh. but it was nighttime. Oh, yeah, they God. just couldn't figure out exactly what to do. And some characters could see clearly during this, and other ones were really fucking blind to shit that was really fucking obvious. Well, they were, like, like moving their hands around the walls and things as if they were blind. <laughs> but they were walking by blinds where there was light but, coming through. But it was so clear to see what was going on. Like, you're not blind. You can see. Like, this is not even close to dark. This is not even moonlight coming through the window. This, no, this is, like, just, fucking daylight. It looked blue. If you focus on the window, you saw blue in with that. And you're like, yeah. my theory is that the, the dude had enough money to rent the condo for a day. So they had to do what they could when they got there in the day and set up shop. And yeah. then they had to do what they could at night. Then they had to be gone. They and probably that's pretty much <laughs> yeah. how that worked. They probably rented for a weekend. They probably shot this whole movie on a weekend. I don't now, know, man. I feel like they had 24 hours for this shit, because if they had a weekend, it could have been done better. Like, I'm just saying. Like, it could have well, been done better of a weekend. still the limits of their actual talents. <laughs> we, we did miss a kill before the hide-seek game started, which was the one officer that approaches them on the beach before they go back to the house. Oh, that was right. a pretty sweet kill. Yeah, who pretty much is told to uh, keep an eye out for a missing battle axe. That's... They're not concerned about their two missing friends as much. The but, battle axe, hey, though. we think someone stole our battle axe, so if it doesn't show up by tomorrow, <laughs> can you, like, start an investigation on it? And I'll note it. I, I noted. He noted it. <laughs> I'll note and it. Then, no, he, he took that shit seriously because he went back to the house while they were walking around to kind of scope out, just, you know, do a little police work and stuff like that. And that's when he meets Drug Dad. 
And he catches a machete so, to the face. So was this dude just like constantly drunk the entire time? Like, holy shit, man. He, he slept like three different out. times throughout the fucking movie. Like, you think he'd have sobered up at some point. He probably had a shitload of stuff in his human closet. Like, his body he didn't closet. didn't show any. I, yeah, I guess we're just supposed to assume, like, <laughs> so he's, he's fucking just he's chugging fucking bottles, all right? <laughs> like, like, holy shit. And he just wants to kill at that point. Like, he held yeah. it in for so long. But, right. yeah, he sees that cop and he's like, you oh, know what? Visions. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We forgot about the fucking the visions. visions of- his dad is, during his dad, the first sleeping segment that his dad has... He's having dreams of murdering his son in multiple ways. <laughs> like Strangling his ass, shooting him. <laughs> chop, like slitting crazy. his throat with he the battle off. axe. Right? He right. held off for so long. Like yeah. He waited till he was in his, his son's in his mid-20s. Like, like, yeah, he's wanted to kill that like... fucker since day one of killing his wife. And he keeps dreaming about it. He's like, I'm going to wait till he's built up some college debt and his friends are college debt. Bring him to the house. And then I'm gonna fucking kill him. Like, yeah. that's a lot, like, <laughs> a lot of restraint, man. Because yeah. uh, we see he's dreaming about killing him as a little kid. He waited till he's college age before he, he's about to kill murder. And he wanted to kill him right instantly when he found his wife dead. Like he wanted to shoot the shit out of his kid. And then he, he would have saved himself a whole lot of and trouble. He waited like he 15, 15 He would have been years. out by then. If he shot his kid, by he would have been out. That's, that's, a, out that's a short, short film. movie, though. <laughs> that's a short film. But <laughs> hey, satisfying. Mm. But yeah, we're getting ready to get to the. So yeah, the cop. Machete in the face, and then gets uh, battle axe, decapitated. <laughs> yeah, he did. Sweet. <laughs> All right. So Which w- that was actually a pretty entertaining effect because you get the decapitated body with the blood splatter shooting out. Oh, yeah. So that was that was a little bit of effort. You good, know. good, good classic not decapitation. Anything, not anything new. Yeah. I've, you see it all but the time. But it was done well. It's entertaining. Yeah. I wish they'd done kind of Kill Bill and had, you know, the blood, like, actually, like, shooting out a little bit more. But right, you know, right. we can't have one. So, uh, yeah, the... Uh, Let's see. They got the. We already did the uh, hide and seek bullshit. Then they all go to bed. All right. And then one of the girls is like, "Hey, go lock up." Like, even though their friends are still out, it's like, "Go, go lock the house." Yeah, I, kind I of feel a, weird. Kind of a fucked up thing. Like, so, dude goes down. Go lock up. Of course, he goes exploring. Goes in the garage. What's going on? Catches a mini trident to the fucking throat. When he had a chance to lock yeah. the fucking door with a nail. He had a chance to nail the door shut. That was the ironic thing, is that oh. he thought his friends were hiding in the body closet. Oh, yeah, panties on the uh, fucking yeah. doorknob. So he has a nail with the hammer. The killer is in there. If he had nailed that fucking, like, if he had locked that fucking door down, he's the hero. But yeah. he's no. too much of a douchebag to do that. Right. And tried into the neck. Yeah, he's fucked. Yeah, he so. was the goofy one. He, he was the one that did impressions that... Yeah. We didn't know what the fuck was doing. There was one that seemed to be a southern monkey where he made a weird southern accent and then put his hand on his head like a monkey. And we weren't really sure exactly who that was supposed to be, but he thought it was fucking hilarious. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we, and we kind of appreciate the killer stabbing him in the neck with the trident because of all the characters, we really did not want to hear him talk anymore. So the killer almost heard the audience's pleas and And said, all right, the fuck up. Yeah. I'm fucking stabbing him where he can't say, do any more impressions or bother the fuck you out of you anymore. Yep. So now there are three. (laughs) All right. Uh, we're back upstairs. His girl in the, in the nighty comes out like, where is he? Blah, blah, blah. The other two that aren't getting hooked aren't, up. Aren't fucking. They're not she, fucking. You know, because not other, now and not here. Yeah. Not here, not now, not here. She wakes up. She uh, She's in a 92, even a frumpier one. She gets up to go like look around and then 
like a cut happens and she's fully clothed. I'm like, what the fuck? There's some magic happened? in this house, by the yeah, way. It's crazy. Fridge, sweaters that just appear on you. It's it's a magic, all right? She wakes dude up. All three of them are up now. Um, and they go outside and downstairs and they're like, all right, so we should split up. Yeah. Yeah. We, they, they're like, idea. we need to get the fuck out of here. And the guy throws out the idea. I'm going to go one way. You two, the two women, y'all go a totally different way and but, we'll see if we can find our friends. But they don't do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the girl goes with the dude, and the other girl who's looking for her her bow goes around the corner and goes hey. go. And the best kill of the motherfucking oh, movie. Oh man, this this was the game changer of the movie. It, it was because it was. I thought we're gonna get some generic kills. We're gonna get some bullshit. And after sitting through forty minutes of just oh, at this point, it's been like an hour five. Yeah, right. it's like hour. But, and... but you had some kills. There were there were very generic. Very like you know, tried right. into the neck or the head getting chopped off. Stuff that you kind of see something. everywhere. Yeah, right. It's something. It but something. we are rewarded with the best <clears throat> kill. One of my, I have to say, the movie's shit. But one of my fucking favorite kills I've ever seen in a movie. Yeah, I, I, like I, I'm gonna call this pieces coming out. Ooh. I'm gonna call this hook through the hoo ha. <laughs> <laughs> this is the best goddamn kill hook of the, the fucking movie. I mean, the whole fucking movie was leading up to this one gore effect where he takes this giant hook that would be like something that would you you would look like a and dolphin we, if you killed it. Yeah, you know, like, and like a shark. And we, we thought okay, into the neck, into the head, but no, he throws her on a table. Yep, and he moves down, and we all I think at the same time went, oh shit, he's actually gonna do it and fucking. Hooked through the vagina. Through, like, she's wearing jeans, so it's not obscene. <laughs> but, like, he hooks her right through the ge- vagina, and it comes out her of her, like, uterus. lower abdomen, basically uterus area. It's, like, Uh-oh. with gore on the end of it. I'm, like, whoa. Those organs get ripped out with it. Like, seriously, like, it was just taking the tract with it. Like, right. oh, my God. That shit was insane. Still doesn't scream. Yeah. Still was, doesn't scream. Oh, yeah, and the whole time he was kind of strangling her, but yeah, not he, really. Well, he had, no, that was, he that had was his thumb kind yeah. of on her neck, but... Hey, Let's just yeah. say it's like she almost wanted to die. <laughs> like that, she's like, "Well, I'm on the table already. I guess fucking kill me." Even chicks that are into that shit, that is not how you choke a bitch. Yeah. If you were doing that shit during sex, that bitch would be like, "What the fuck you doing?" But yeah. I said, that, "Choke me!" Like seriously, that kill was pretty fucking. It got a reaction out of all of us. Yeah, no, we we all it, sat back and was like, "Holy shit!" Yeah. And then it makes up for the Yeah, I was not expecting that, and that definitely made up for the entirety of the movie up to that point. Yes. For me, it did. Because that was a brutal fucking scene. It was, it was. Holy shit. And then he took his battle axe and off-screen decapitated her, and her head rolls off. And uh, that was that. Mm Mm-hmm. There we are. So, best kill of the movie. Now we get to the point where I think, Groots, you you and me had thought, okay, maybe they're going to work some kind of angle. Because it's blatantly obvious it's his dad. Maybe the son is fucked up in the head too, and we find That's out. That's me, right? And what? he, yeah. yeah. Maybe he's psycho too. Yeah. Maybe he's. I was like, maybe yeah. the kid's gonna be the fucking. Maybe he's in on this. Maybe he's in on it. But nope, no, no, no. The nothing. dad wants just to kill everybody, everybody. including the son. Fucking nothing. Yeah. And he stabs his son in the leg gratuitously with the, with the top of the battle axe, like, <laughs> oh, dad, ow. Yeah. You know. <laughs> I forget what she did to him to get him to go down. Oh, stabbed him in the heart with a. Ruler knife? Yeah. yeah she went in the drawer and there was a, what looked to be a ruler, but surprise, surprise, it's a knife. There's like a diving knife in there or some shit. Yeah. You know. So she stabs him. Oh, they think it's all over. They're getting in the car, trying to get going. Of course, 
He's not dead, and he jumps on the fucking back hood of the car. Laziest axe swing ever. Seriously. Laziest axe swing ever. Trying to get ever. through the car. The cops show up. They, he's on the back of the car. They speed backwards and crush him into a, like, cinder block wall. Fuck his shit up. Fuck his... Uh, cutting him in half, yeah, apparently, yeah. by the car. Even though the cinder blocks had no mortar in between, they were just, like, literally stacking top of each other. You're thinking about way too much, right? And, <laughs> and he's like, Jesus Christ, that's my dad. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he didn't what recognize was, it was his dad the entire time he was getting stabbed What's by awesome is Lowdown goes, that's my dad. And right after that, the character says, that's my Jesus dad. Jesus Christ, that's my and dad. the timing was amazing. I'm just mocking the asshole because I see his face. I'm like, that's my yeah, dad. But you called it. Like, you called it. Like, you were yeah. like, that's my dad. And the character said one of the dumbest fucking things. Because unless the dad's uh, in the shadows, yeah, we knew from the first fucking scene that it's his dad. Mm. And so it was a pointless thing. Yes, but very dad pointless. gets crushed into the wall, gets cut in half. And then they pull the car up, and, and one of the cops that showed up on the scene rolls over, and it's the best coup de gras ever. <laughs> Dude, his dad is literally cut in half at the waist with his guts hanging out. Cop walks over, and he springs to life, grabs the cop's <laughs> leg, and chops one of his legs off with the fucking battle axe. The cop falls down. Dude, he laughs. laughs. He laughs his ass And off. then he dies. And it's like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> he this... literally laughs. His ass. He's like, ha, 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 And, and the, vagi- the vagina hook and the half-dad oh. kill were, Come on. were pretty fucking Come amazing. On. Come on. Come on, Groots. What, what was what, it? What would we call the uh, vagina kill besides? What, you uh, have the name for it, man. Oh, uh, hook through the hoo-ha. Yeah, you go. Hook through the hoo-ha. That, that I thought we were be... talking about the on-screen abortion. That, oh, oh, wow. That, that was good, too. Yeah, the on-screen abortion. That is very, yes. Yeah, it could have been. Yeah, it so. could have been. But yeah. I think hook through the hoo-ha might be the, uh, the episode. Now. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, that, definitely, yeah. I don't think we can get away with that. I don't think we get away with vagina. <laughs> but basically, you know, that's the end of the movie. I yeah. mean, there, there's a little... Some stupid, like... Some hospital, hospital scene montage. at the end. I'm like, yeah, whatever. Like, like that irked me, though, because the last scene is like... He walks. He walks into the final girl. Well, they were both final couple. Yeah. Into her room and like he faces the window. She's in a chair and he kind of like puts his hand on her shoulder <laughs> and he's looking at her and then he looks up and out the window like this very poignant scene and then it ends. I'm like, motherfucker, you didn't overcome shit. Okay, you didn't give a fuck that your dad was crazy because of something you fucking did. What the fuck did you overcome? Like it's your fault. Your dad's fucking crazy. Like yeah. why was that? Why was that an important scene? Well, how do you end the movie with that? We, 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 end it with the dad laughing and dying. We cannot look at this movie as a film. Okay? <laughs> it's not a film. Okay, there's nothing about this movie that has any kind of like that makes any sense in this, you know, in a, in a, in a story arc at all. Sort of. It's literally you know, just thing. two really good YouTube clip killings. Yeah, yeah. Mm. It's a trashy fucking slasher, and uh, there were a few scenes that made it worthwhile, and we had some good laughs. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely had some good laughs. So there you go. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, that was the mutilator. All right. Yes, it was. Fall break. <laughs> Slash fall, fall break. Fall break. Yes. <laughs> All right. So uh, you know we've we've talked about the movie. Let's uh, let's move into the next uh, little segment here and see if we can't each recommend a movie that we might show with this as a double feature. Hmm. So hmm. well, I'm just gonna go fall break, maybe summer break or summer camp. I'm just going to put it in there, and I know we just brought it up, but... It'd be like a prequel, though. Summer Camp into Fall. Well, I'm just saying, if I was to watch kind of both of them, I, I would do, like, you know, do Sleepaway Camp, and then move into this movie. But, 
again, the compare and contrast would hurt this movie even more watching something like Seaboy Camp right before it. So, nice. Yeah, I think I'd do, go with that. Just with having the two-season theme, you know? Right. Because, again, they remind us that they're excited about the fall break. And Sleepaway Camp, they're excited about, you know, being in summer sure. camp. So, there you go. I would uh, I would say, um, just for the fact that this was a decent length movie that had a lot of build-up to an amazing kill, mm-hmm. um, I would say, I would pair this alongside Wes Craven's Deadly Friend. Oh! Because, I, because that movie not a whole lot of awesome but it does have one of the best kills of all time basketball, with the basketball oh, to the head yeah that is pretty amazing oh yeah you know killing uh <laughs> you know throw mama from the train bitch you know <laughs> <laughs> but uh that's the best i can do off the top of my head what are Ooh, you thinking low down man i don't even know because like, you don't want to pair it up with something that's actually i don't and it's like i just i don't know man like i mean if I was going with beach theme, like I could pair it up with like fuck it, we could just go right into Jaws. <laughs> That's mean to Jaws. I know, but see, alright, so wait, movie. would you wait? What? Which one would you watch first? Because wait, like, would it be Jaws or would it be like Jaws 3D? Be like Jaws 3D. All right, yeah, no, you, you know what? Just for fuck's sake, go with Jaws 4. Or Jaws, right? I say, or Jaws 4. Because Jaws 4 has at least the really... Sea World and <laughs> no, no, Jaws Jaws, Jaws 4 is the one where the shark goes all the way down from Maine. Down to the Bahamas yeah. on a grudge. Yeah. And has Mari Van Peebles with a terrible Jamaican accent. Doesn't it have Michael Caine, too? Oh, it has Michael Caine. Yeah. 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 Oh, there's there's some insanity <laughs> with that movie. Yeah. We yeah, might actually need to watch that or one. Or I was thinking, like, if you want to lead it into a good movie, you'd be like, this. all this horror leads, it leads into The Fog. Because it happened around The Fog. There are some hook deaths in the fall. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. All right. The fall. Because, like, think about it. It happened in the fall. They're wearing, they're wearing jackets. You know, it's the end of the season. And Adrian Barbeau's character brings that up yeah, in the radio yeah, yeah. show. So you go lead into the fog. That's actually... It's like, we just watched this shit. Ooh, the fog. Like, yeah. <laughs> it goes right you into the what? fog. You know what? And that, to, to be honest, that's one of, like, John Carpenter's, like, kind of... Sleepers. Le- yeah. yeah. Less revered movies. I it's, enjoy the shit out of it. It's really actually a suspense. fucking fantastic movie. Because he was really good at suspense. Yeah. As he showed in Halloween, um, which where he kind of like led the forefront in suspense because there wasn't a lot of blood in that. It was more suspense. Right. Um, and he took that into the fog. So if you look at it as a suspenseful, where what the fuck is causing this? Where is this coming from? And, the, you know, you don't get the backstory. You don't even get a fraction of the backstory to have with the movie of what's causing this. You know, so it was very suspenseful, and I really dug that, which is why I think the remake fucking blew my oh, yeah. dick. I never okay. saw the fall oh remake. God, I don't horrible. think I ever need to. Oh, I, I just have a no remakes policy at this point. Like, it, it has to be It something. was John Carpenter. I had to. <coughs> I mean... I had to. Like, even if, if they remake Prince of Darkness, I'm going to watch remake. Just probably just gonna, shit on it. It's just going to anger you, though. <laughs> yeah, it probably will. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, every other John Carpenter remake is angry the shit. But I mean, I'm actually, working on a Big Trouble one, too. That actually makes sense, though. You, you watch this piece of shit movie first, and then you watch The Fog, and that, that just amplifies The Fog for everybody. It's like, yeah. wow, that's actually a good movie. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. And it's literally on the beach, like, coming in, like, oh, this shit was happening while the fog was coming in. <laughs> Get it? <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah but I mean this movie alright there's been tons of going away movies I mean fucking Evil Dead man Evil Dead start like set this premise for like vacationing going away you know but goddamn, how do how do they make such a bad movie alright well I don't know not yeah. that made this shit for what college the first Evil Dead was like a like a right after college project film right. like what the f- how do you 
How do you have like somewhat of a budget and fucking make that shit? Buddy Cooper is no Sam Raimi. No All shit. Right. You have Damn no vision, right. sir. You had no vision. <laughs> so here's the question. Who would have made this movie better? Ooh. I think Sam Raimi would have. Well, that's easy right there. <laughs> that's, I mean, I'm, I literally compared it to another vacationing movie. Like, I think he, he would have, he wouldn't have done the evil thing because that really went with the woods, but I think he could have done a maniacal killer slasher style right. better. I'd actually go with Carpenter because. The slasher. Take. He didn't really do much in the way of slashers, though. But he did, he did the killing in a small vicinity and staging bodies for surprise down the road. Right. And that's what right. happened in that movie. But he did not do the grotesque death scenes. That's true. Which Raimi did. Yeah. But no, I would I would go with Carpenter because, you know, give the killer more of a backstory, motivation, um, stop with the bullshit talking between the characters and actually build up like he some gave suspense. A shit about the characters in pretty much every Carpenter movie. Yeah, that's what like, I'm saying. He gave a shit about them. But he also introduced suspense from start to finish in all of his movies. This we just kept waiting and waiting and waiting. So yeah, I would I would give it Carpenter, see what he could do molded into, you know. I mean, nobody's gonna bitch about him remaking this piece of shit. So I mean, you could go so many ways with this. Like, I would almost wanna see like just because the dialect was so fucking dumb in this movie, I'd almost wanna see like Quentin Tarantino take a take a swing at some dialogues or saying and just fucking like make the characters just actually the, yeah. interesting they had first 40 minutes actually entertaining right yeah. exactly fair enough cuz you no know, with dialogue he can make an hour ooh, beautiful cuz he can bring one. the violence he can bring the gore let's yeah. have let's we have. wouldn't have seen any tits because for whatever reason he doesn't do tits but um you know it i would have been an infinitely better movie if he had done this i'll throw movie. a collaboration out there yeah tarantino with Eli Roth. You see, Eli Roth, I got a problem with. Rodriguez. Okay. Uh, all right, all right, Rodriguez. Rodriguez. I was going to say, have Tarantino deal with the dialogue. Have Eli Roth put it a little bit in with the gore. If you give, like, the the gore from Hostel. Like, see, we would have gotten Eli, we would have gotten Tarantino doing the dialogue, Rodriguez taking care of the gore with Tom Savini penned for the fucking special effects. All right. Boom. So. I'm just saying. They they work together. Like if you if you get Rodriguez, your chances are you if it's gonna be gore, you're gonna get Savini. You're gonna get some Savini. And it's like, yeah. hey, <laughs> like I would come all over that. <laughs> like that would be beautiful. I gotta say, I I, I have such a friggin' hate love relationship with. Him. He's the kind of fanboy that I can identify with, but his movies are dog shit. I agree. I can't stand. It. Now I, I did like Hostel. Yeah, that's that. And that's what I was going with. I, I didn't know the kills in Hostel. I didn't that's give a I'm going fuck with. about any of the characters. No, I cared about the kill scenes. There was a yeah, brutal yeah. shit. Yeah, well, I didn't care what? about any of the characters in this. You want some brutal shit? There's lots of movies you can watch. You can watch a fucking Serbian film if you want to get shocked. You know, but I don't want to go that far. But, you know, I mean, I've seen all, it once. That's all I want to see. There's all kinds of fucked up shit you can see to see good kills. I know that. I'm just saying that, like, to watch that, it is is enough, and it happens fast enough to where. You can watch it if you want to watch it for the they're, they're the solid kill scenes in the movie. Yeah, yeah, they're know? gruesome. But and the first category, if you don't have remake, remake it, shit. I if you don't that. have any kind of emotional connection to anybody, or you don't fear for them, it completely robs the well, experience. But that's where the Tarantino factor comes in because at the point right. when they're going to start dying, yeah, Tarantino's already established good characters. Oh yeah, so I was just Eli talking about Roth, Eli Roth's just literally giving the kill ideas and taking a little bit of. Tarantino do dialogue, Eli Roth see, do the kills. I completely think that um, Rodriguez with his, with his gore factor because he's gory as fuck. Um, just in the pairing of the two in the history would have been the go to of Eli Roth for that kind of 
I'll give you that. Yeah. You know, I'm just saying, like, yeah. they have history, like long term yeah. history. We're that going on true. what, like, 16, 17 years of history right now between the two. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, like, and I and I see what you're saying about Eli Roth. There's like, Green Inferno was dog shit. Uh, Fuck that movie. Uh, it was a cheap fucking cash grab. And, no, it was you terrible. Know, it was it was got, it was got awful. But when the first time I saw Hostel, I, I I did enjoy the first one. And by the time he got into the Hostel, I did feel bad for the main character that was left. Like I felt bad for him because he did care about his friends, and I mean he got the shit kicked out of him by a bunch of six, like sixteen, uh, what, fifteen or sixteen, uh, what, twelve year olds, like on the street. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean he he'd gotten his ass handed to him. He got kicked out of the hostel. He was looking for his friends. He's in a country he doesn't know. Like I did kind of feel bad for him. But he was kind of a douchebag. Yeah, but he did get. He did have an awesome ending where he uh, found the dude and killed him. Uh, you know? And and the and the original Kevin Fever was so funny. That I enjoyed the show. Now, that it. movie was good. The remake sucked. I just recently watched that. No. Holy fuck, it's terrible. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to watch it. Why yeah. would you remake a movie that's the like original, years old? The original Cabin Fever was good, but more recently, the movie I'm dead set on not watching because I'm just mad that it exists is fucking Death Wish. Because oh, that's him, right? Yeah, that's that Eli Roth. Him. Yeah, no, no, I have no reason to watch it. The biggest that. fucking no. tease, and I'm, I might have mentioned this on a different podcast, biggest fucking tease is he... Eli Roth released a Grindhouse trailer for for Death Wish that was fucking amazing. And I'd be like, I would watch the fuck out of that movie. Then we got this. But he he shot it straight. He, he made a straight fucking movie and it fucking tanked. Uh, you know, I, last time I looked at the fucking, it was like 11% on fucking Rotten Tomatoes. So it came out already? Yeah, it was yeah. in theaters. It's already gone, right? See, that's how bad it is, by the way. Is that lowdown just said, did it come out already? Which tells you how successful it was. I'm just, I, yeah. But no, that tells you when it's like, oh, is it like, yeah, no. It it's came come out, out and it it's gone. Yeah. <laughs> Man who runs the theater is that's, like, yep, that's and that, it. Like, literally, that's the best way. Was it, what, two weeks? When, when you know how unsuccessful movie might be is when somebody goes oh what's it coming out I'm like that bitch already came out and went man but it's even when a, when a dude who like looks forward and like generally knows the schedule of <laughs> movies coming out says it come out already like ser- I mean dude I didn't want to see I, I didn't want to see it from the get go I, I think I went, I went and saw Black Panther like the second time or third time whatever whichever time I saw the trailer I'm like fuck this movie like it just no Nah, it looks like that's not it, it my like, death wish. It looked like a cash grab. If you're gonna re, like, all right, I am on a certain level with Groots as far as remakes. I don't see a, a justification for a lot of them, um, and especially when you take away my fucking Charles Bronson, man. Fuck you, man. Come on, dude. Like that movie was just so baller, fucking badass. Like, oh yeah, I, dude. It's like, look, all right, Bruce Willis, you already have that. You're fucking John McClane. Don't hop on another dude's tip. Leave it alone, okay? You're well, John McClane, bro. Leave it alone. He was John McClane. Well, there's supposed to be a sixth one coming out to finish oh, off oh, the series. Is he still John McClane? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Apparently, uh, 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 what is it? Diana, whatever the fuck. The, the, the Last Russia one, one. The Russian one. I the think they were trying to set up for his Die son another to day? take I think over. there was a Bond movie. <laughs> whatever the last. Die hard. die hard. A good day to die hard. That's the last one. Yeah. Was it? That was the, that was the last friend. one. Oh, God. But there was supposed to be a sixth one in the works, from what I've read, and that was supposed to finish off the McLean thing. Let the franchise die. <laughs> I mean, four was the last Hard. tolerable one. Oh, we'll, we'll talk about four. Yeah. I, I don't think Roots has seen four. Four is fun. Uh, Four, I did see, and I regretted it. Oh. Whatever, dude. 
It sucked. No, it didn't. It did. It sucked it was, in an amazing way. And yeah. This is where we're going to get into debate about some movies like that and like some of the Fast and Furious movies that I see are, are I see ridiculous. Fast 7 right there. Oh, yeah. That are ridiculous, seven, but me. I appreciate. So Was it crank ridiculous? Because, like, no. No, no. It's, a cr- it's, crank, it's not crank ridiculous. Crank it was, ridiculous is only crank ridiculous. Yeah, I was going to say. Especially crank 2. Holy shit. It was, it was like 13, 15 years after the last sequel, right? With the one with the oh. Sam Jackson. Was that wasn't that that was in the mid nineties and that was yeah. yeah that was ninety five and a good day to die hard, and live free or die hard came out in like two thousand six two thousand seven so it's like at least a decade later decade yeah later. still it is a little later so, so how, dude all right so there was a fucking like eight year gap between die hard two and die hard three what the fuck you bitching about that no you're not was it yeah eight years it was like the, the first one came out in what eighty seven first one came out in eighty eight eighty eight second one came out ninety two ninety two boom. Yeah. So the third one came out with ninety five. Was it only three years? Yeah. You yeah. Just, really? Yeah. They were riding that train. I just feel like it was. Longer, and then it was man. like a fucking decade, and then they released another one where you know. I like and the then, whole and then that little also. time where between that, where Bruce Willis did the actual some decent movies, and then like what the whole ten yards. No, no, no. Uh, no. Twelve Monkeys. Oh yeah, twelve. Okay, wait. Twelve, fit, or that, that did, twelve Monkeys came out before Dire Three, didn't it? No. No. After. Was it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it was okay. later in the nights. Right. Yeah, he, he did uh, fucking Pulp Fiction. And... No, that was 94. That came out before Die Hard 3. I'm he, just saying, he, he did some decent shit between Die Hard 3 he and He did Die all this indie shit at that time. Like, he did <laughs> Breakfast of Champions. He did a Kurt Vonnegut movie. We yeah. had fucking amazing. I haven't had that much a drink, but man, we've gone way, way the off fuck the off the rails, rails where we were talking That's about... That's how bad this movie is. Yeah. We decided to go... <laughs> There's nothing else to talk about with yeah, this yeah, movie. Yeah. That's true. We went into our we went into our Bruce Willis bitch. <laughs> oh shit! Uh, actually, we gotta wrap this motherfucker up. All right. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> no, that, that's all good. All right, so um, come check us out. Uh, Beautiful Disasters is on Facebook. Come check us out, Beautiful Disasters podcast on Facebook. Um, we have two screenings coming up. Uh, actually, one will probably have happened before this episode is released. But we have another one on Friday the 13th of August, uh, April. For all my yeah, I was going to say, April this time. April mm. the 13th, yeah. <laughs> uh, we're going to be at Strange Ways Brewing, and uh, we're going to have ourselves a nice horror movie. That's right. I'm ready. For Friday the 13th. I'm free excited. to come out. Just, uh, you know, you appreciate B-movies, just yeah. schlock movies. We're just getting everybody together, drinking beer, fucking watching an amazing movie. Fuck yeah. 8 p.m. at Strange Rays Brewing, um, Friday the 13th of April, here in uh, beautiful Richmond, Virginia. Hopefully, it'll be nice weather. Um, also, check us uh, check us out on uh, guipodcast.com, uh, Geeks Under the Influence, uh, is website. Um, got other podcasts going on there, and, uh, you know, dig in. That's right. And if you have any suggestions, we're up for throw some movies that you think, you know, you would like us to do. Something that you think is just you know, a, a beautiful disaster, a fucking amazing B-movie, schlock movie that, you know, you want to hear us cover. Or you think, again, maybe we haven't seen and, like, you want to hear our reaction. So give us suggestions. We're up for anything. And I've teased it the last couple episodes, but I actually found the perfect movie to torture oh, Good shit. Hunter with. And uh, I will be delivering that to him uh, today or tomorrow. <laughs> And uh, I'm worried he will have his homework to do. And our next episode, he will have something to say about that. Just an <laughs> essay on my reaction and indeed how it affected me the, yeah. the couple days after I watched it. Okay, 
So um, <laughs> anyway, um, thanks for listening, and uh, look forward to our future episodes. Uh, Fuck yeah, man! I'm I'm the Groots, and uh, thanks for listening. All right, Fuck All you, right. Hunter. Later on, slow down, saying later. This is a blast. Fall break. Fall break, baby. Thanks, guys. See you later. GUIPodcast.com <laughs>